Hello? What's good, dude? Dude, nothing much, man. Other than that damn deer shit. Oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. Is, dude. That the, is that the first animal you've ever hit? Dude, yeah. Or hit you? Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> fuck, dude. It's not a good feeling. Nah, man, it definitely was. And I felt really bad. But I'm just like, man, the most high knows, like, this motherfucker ran right in front of my car. So it's like, yeah, not not much you can do. You know what no. I'm saying? Not much. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, 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 that definitely sucked. But <laughs> the bright side, the positive, I didn't get hurt. You know? Yeah. So and, and the car's okay. I mean, the car might be totaled um we don't know yet yeah we don't know yet we like i said the the adjuster needs to come out and um assess the damages and everything but um either way i mean that's why you pay for insurance if it's totaled out they'll just write you a check man so it ain't ain't nothing but a blessing ain't nothing but a blessing man i'm only taking it as a positive i you kind of you kind of have to don't you like yeah you fucking do (laughs) right yeah did we I don't I think we talked about this, but I'm not sure if we got into it or maybe I talked about it on something else. But um, at the end of this book that I read, they were talking about seeing um, like negative things that have happened as gifts, like to try and Uh see them as gifts Uh or or to see like the gift inside of them. Yeah. Right. Right. And so like that's what I've been focusing on lately is just like trying to figure out the gift in like all of the the negative and positive shit. Dude, that's exactly what I was thinking about the other day, too. Like, not even just uh, the the deer hit me and everything. Just, like, the negative and the positive. Like, we look at the negative like it's separate from the positive. It's not. It's Mm -hmm. all the fucking same. It's our perception. It's our perception. Yeah. Because the negative is just meant to make the positive stronger. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What exactly is negative? Because you can, you can, like, I was like, anything negative is low vibrational because if you're low vibrational, that literally means you're low in life force energy. Like, that's a fact. Right. Okay. Like, so we're going to go on, we're going to use that level, right? Because that's the like, one that makes the most sense. You can't exactly. go on, you can't say that killing people is negative, right? Yeah. But yeah. you can say that um, it makes me feel negative. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right? Because some people are psychopaths and don't mind it. Exactly. No, I agree. It's not negative to them. And that's really what is important, right? Exactly. Is to understand what is negative to you. Yeah. And how that makes you feel. Because, like, some people just don't give a fuck. It's not negative to them. It's Yeah. To some people, it's fucking positive. Like, to some people, listening to The weekend is a positive experience. Yeah. To some, listening to him is a negative one. Yeah. Right? Like, I can't listen to his music. I I literally... Uh Pardon? What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, um... I'm actually changing up my, um... Just, like, my music taste. Just, like, really, like, cutting back on listening to music and just listening to music that's, like... It has very deep content and very, like deep meanings to it like not just all oh, the beats nice mm-hmm. like, 
that that that's not substance. It's really not. That's not substance because that's just to draw you in. You know, to to to, to subconsciously get you to like the beat. So you know, what I'm saying you're playing it on a loop just because of the beat. So yeah. it's, it's like, nah, man, I gotta change up my style of music. Well, I think it's dependent, right? Like, I I honestly won't listen to anything without a good beat. Like, the beat actually has to be there for me but to I'm listen saying, to it in general. No but substance then, of words, just, just the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the other thing is, is that most beats that people think are good are dog shit. Mm. Right? Like, the, the current beats that are out there aren't actually, one, they're not good for you. Yeah. To consume. Right, like how they sound and like yeah. how the the rhythm and all of that shit's not actually good for your body. It's it's like think about it this way: mm-hmm. water retains memory. Yeah, that's true. Right, we are anywhere between seventy-five and eighty-five percent water, sixty-five yeah. and eighty-five, something like that. Okay, yeah. so we, as water beings, right, are growing from the ages of zero to like 25 30 yeah and the main component of us is what water and water holds memory yeah so as you grow up your body develops in what you as a frequency hold like the frequencies that you listen to so all of these kids growing up listening to trap rap music and and whatnot their body is developing for that sound. Mm. Right? So that's why it's so hard to get them. They're like junkies to it, man. Like it's so hard to get people away from that and actually towards stuff that sounds good. Or or at least um, is fluid. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to like has flow. Yeah. Right, because I think that's the component that is missing in today's music mm-hmm. is flow. Right, like um, it—it's fucked up as it sounds. Um, today's rap music sounds like jazz music to me from like back in the day. Mm. Right, where like there's a beat and like none of it makes sense, and like the person that's singing doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right? It's like, and and dude, I don't like jazz music. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Yeah. Right? But dude, I'm with you on that, right? Like, I agree, for, man. You know what? You know what I'd highly recommend? No. Uh-huh. Stop listening to lyrics in general. Oh. Uh-huh. Listen to people's voices as if they're instruments. Mm-hmm. Right? So like, you know, like if someone can spit really fast, they're like a trumpet. But some women who, or some people that sing sound like violins. Some people can yeah. sound like pianos, right? Like the yeah. human, the human voice true. is like the most intricate instrument on the planet. Yeah. Right? Like it, at some point, we're going to solely be doing music to the human voice. We'll like cut out um, most instruments. And if I, if I have anything to do with it, I want to like create apps that allow you to record certain things and then map them to like digital equipment. So like... Mm-hmm. Imagine a violin, right? Mm-hmm. And that violin has six, I think violins have four um, strings to them. Mm-hmm. Imagine being able to pick what each string sounds like. Wow. Right? I think that would be amazing. 
Yeah. I agree. I, and it's going to happen. I agree. There's man. going to there there will be a music um there there will be a like there will be if possible a renaissance that will happen. Mm. And there will be a music revolution where music becomes so um I'm going to call it the baseball card theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's more of like a value. Music will become so valueless because it was, it'll be so abundant that um, we'll just make music to make music. Yeah. And it will no longer be to make money or for awards or any of those things. They won't matter. We will mm-hmm. only make music for entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like any other form because it'll be so plentiful because we'll figure shit out. We'll figure out how to live differently. Mm-hmm. Right. The way we're living now is only to keep like, it, it would be still using, it's, it's like still using the steam engine or coal engine when we have today's technology. Yeah. Right. We have different ways of, of being able to live on this planet, but we don't occupy them. Yeah. We don't ever look at them because we're so caught up in living this way, right? But that's a topic for another story. I was hoping that we could continue down um, what we were talking about, like, on the last couple uh-huh. with, like, friendship and, and all of that stuff. Because mm-hmm. I've had I've had, um, I had a big day yesterday and, like, a, a, a really interesting night. I did a hippie flip. So gotcha. that's mixing mda and um mushrooms together wow and all i did was basically work on that component of um like basically uh just acceptance so i mean how how was that my (laughs) that sounds intense It was, man. Like, that sounds it was, intense. Like to get to just the level of just like accepting everything, accepting the loss, accepting um, the mistakes that I made, accepting that I made um, incorrect decisions and choices, like accepting how much of it's my fault, accepting, right? And just like, and for everything, not just the relationship that I had with um, the most recent one, yeah. but with, with everybody. Right. And, and with myself and just like accepting the fact that, you know, I was broken at that time. Right. And I was still learning and I was still healing and accepting that it's okay to lose and it's okay to um, feel pain and it's okay to miss these people and it's okay to move on and it's okay not to be there. And it's okay not to hang, like stay in that one spot. Um, waiting for them to come back and it's okay for like, you know, it's okay for tons of shit. Right. And, you know, just, it's okay to accept that it's okay to accept that it's over and it's okay to accept that it happened. And it's okay to accept that you can move on whenever you want to. Man, one of the best things that you can do just this is for anybody but especially for men because all these fake ass alpha alpha males that think that oh I'm so alpha I can never just show my feelings 
man, cry. Yeah. If you really, you know, if you really in your emotions, really feeling it, man, let some tears out. Because I'm telling you, that shit is cleansing. <laughs> that shit is fucking cleansing, man. Like, it's like you feel like a weight just kind of lifted off, man. When you just you kind of just yeah. let that energy out, you know, just 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 cry it out. There ain't shit wrong with that. I think that's actually a positive because you know what? I feel like it's showing that like you're letting your emotions like kind of build to a point where like you can kind of cleanse them through that because what happens if you just keep it in? You get what I'm saying? Only negative. If you just stagnant energy, you know, all these things, if you just keep it in, held in. So, man, I'm telling you, I, I think crying is such a positive thing. I truly do. Truly do, man. Last night I was crying. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm but... telling you, I almost died. Like, for real. Like, that shit's for real. It like, can I was be, really, man. like, thankful. Like, ah, bro, like, this is for real. Like, I'm like, damn, like, I could have lost my life. Like, I'm like, am I really ready to die? Yeah, I do. This and that. And I'm like, damn. Weren't weren't we talking about? I want to get into like sadness and crying and all of that stuff though. So we'll get back to it. But weren't you the one that was driving and you saw that accident? Was that you? Um, did, like a while back, like a few months ago, or was that somebody else? It could have been somebody else, but I legitimately think it was you. And we were talking about that. About like how life is short and like how it's not um, that you know like it we're, you were just glad it wasn't you or like one of your family members. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. And then this happens a few months later. Yeah. Right. It's True, good to man. know how you feel about yourself, huh? Yeah, that's a fact. Right, because that's scary shit, dude. Yeah. You could have. Right. But the thing is, is that what we need to do is not let that become part of us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You could have died, but you know what? You could die at any moment. Exactly. exactly. You legitimately can. There's yeah. no saying that you're going to live throughout the day. Yeah. Right. It also doesn't mean exactly. go live your life to the fullest and go be an asshole and whatnot. It yeah. just means, you know, like there's no guarantee. So like live life how you want to. Exactly. It's a, it's a humbling thing to even think about. Exactly. It is. Very. It is every every accident is I think very fucking humbling. Oh right. yeah, right. And like, um, so going going back to crying, right? Mm -hmm. So the way that I view crying is it's the so so this is how I view our energetic system, and it's the it's a liquid for uh -huh. the most part, and it flows through our body, mm -hmm. and what happens is. Um, we get, let's say that we get an idea, um, or the next moment in our life is going to happen. So it comes up through the root from the planet. So it goes through our root chakra and the root chakra sort of like starts to like get the furnace going. Mm -hmm. Like it, it basically melts, like think of, um, think of like building like metal, melting metal down and then forging it again. Yeah. Right? Like refining it down. Yeah. Yeah, so so the, it's basically a forge, and um, it it melts the whatever down, and then it goes into the sacral, which is our creative zone. That's why, mm -hmm. like, you're probably finding yourself more creative as a person 
with semen retention because that's where fucking percent yes right so we design it's um it's also like fucking as weird as it sounds backwards in the way that we would think it is but if you look at the root chakra as the future and you look at the um crown chakra as the past it'll look mm-hmm. make a little bit more sense mm-hmm. right because what's happening is the future is a gas right and the past is more of a solid right it's yeah. already some it's already been the photos like think of no, that think, makes sense that makes perfect sense right think of think of the moment as That's past, a good analogy my dude wow you're welcome it gets it, it gets i don't know deeper maybe um Look at it as a photo, uh-huh. right? And think of the entire event, the entire moment of taking that photo as mm. past, present, and future. Mm. So in the present, you're always letting go of the past and moving into the future, mm-hmm. right? So you're always getting set up, ready, set up, set up, set up, set up, set up for the photo. So um, all of the different setups that you're doing to get ready for the photo those become cemented in the past. But now it's time to take the photo. Everything's ready, right? Photo is taken, right? The photo's the past. Mm-hmm. The photo is a solidified thing, yeah. right? And the moment leading, like, everything Whoa. after that. What? Anything solid is in the past. Yes. Whoa. We're walking memories. Holy shit. Yes. Wow. Deep. Wild, right? Man, man. These viewers got to really break that down. I'm telling you, it's deep. It is, dude. So this is how it works through our system. This is what I figured out. Um, the, The root chakra acts as a forge, heats up the 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 whatever you want to imagine the energy force that you're going to use to create your next moment Mm -hmm. goes into the sacral and you start using your creative stuff to like envision it right to um and then it goes into joy right where you it slowly starts to um it goes from um the it goes gas in the root gas in the sacral slowly starts to halfway up into the um, solar. Mm -hmm. It starts to become a liquid where we can then mold it a little bit better. Right? Like if you think about um, it in the form of, um, it could probably be mapped to our um, creation, Mm -hmm. right? Like sperm and egg at the root. Um, The sacral starts to work together to start um, putting the, the connections together, then you get into the solar and you can start to like sort of mold it together. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you pass it through the heart, which makes the decision on whether or not gets, it gets made or happens. If you really want it to happen, it goes into the throat chakra where we voice it. And um, from the, the throat up, um, halfway through the throat chakra up is more solid, mm-hmm. right? And then the, the crown is completely solid once we send it out. Yeah, true. Right. Um, so our memories are like that too. Um, but here's what happens if we don't follow through with that moment. 
If we speak it into existence and it comes and we do not take that moment because that's what we asked for, the energy that we were going to have to do that goes up into the third eye and it solidifies. Mm-hmm. Right? Because and, you, you're saying like you thought you were going to do it or you like you sent the energy out. Well, you wanted it. it. You asked yeah. for it. You yeah. asked for it. And then existence said, here's your opportunity. Yeah. And then you didn't take the opportunity. Mm. And so what we do as human beings, when, it, when we look upon it psychologically, it's um, we let ourselves down. Right? If you think about it that way. We asked for something, we were presented with it, and we didn't take it, and we let ourselves down from not either taking it or from having bad decision-making, and we need to go back to the drawing board and learn to make better decisions. Yeah. Right? Um, So, but if they're, in a sense, regretful things of did not do, right? Like you're disappointed that you didn't go and talk to that girl, or you're Mm -hmm. disappointed that the um an opportunity came up to go do something and you said no but it was what you actually wanted to do yeah um it starts to that energy that was going to be used towards that event has to go somewhere and so it goes into the memory bank as something that is undone unfinished and it starts to build um basically walls around stuff like let's say it was something that you really wanted to do but you got scared, mm. right? You know, like fear came in and it's, it's, you have yeah. to break through this fear in order to get to the next level, right? So the shit's always going to be coming up and coming up. Opportunities to break through this fear are going to come up all the time, right? And if you don't take those opportunities, that builds up and it sends it from your... Um, it sends all of that energy into your third and builds that wall. So mm-hmm. then as we go through life and we have to deal with other stuff, all it can do is gather the resources that you've had. Every, every choice and action that you make is based on something that you've done in the past. Yeah. Or it's done on something that you've never done before, which is the unknown. And you have to go through fear to be able to do it. Well, if now remember, um fear is not a bad thing and neither is anger neither is any of the emotions that we have they act and they help us look at fear from a different perspective see fear as um a warning right Mm. you broke let's say you broke your leg yeah is it joy saying let's not go for a run because it's going to hurt is it sadness saying let's not go for a run because it's going to hurt you nah that's fear saying look dumbass your foot hurts or your leg hurts or whatever the fuck hurts. And if you go do this activity, it's going to hurt more. So we probably shouldn't do it based on past experiences. Yeah. Right. Because it's accessing an area of existence that is like long-term memory for us that brings stuff back that says, don't do this. We have Google inside of us. We just don't know it. Yeah. Our memories are searchable. And whenever we go through an event, every event triggers stuff that is, think of it like related searches, right? Or related events, 
right? These events may not be actual event, like the, the same as the event that happened, but they are similar to it, right? Think of it that way. Mm-hmm. So like the, um, the, the you um, passing by those people or that vehicle, that accident, and you dealing in the accident now aren't really the same thing, but they're similar in a way of you're going to draw subconsciously off that memory to be super glad you're still alive. And do you know those is fucking crazy? Like, it's like something was telling me, like, my life was almost going to be taken because, like, I was on my Snapchat and this girl, she posted, like, I guess some dude died and his name was Landon. And she put, miss you, Lando. And, bro, tell me why that night I hit that deer. Damn. And I was thinking about that shit like, whoa, like, no, I can't look at that. You know, because, like, just seeing your name saying, like, miss you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, just, you're not just going to probably just look at that and really put energy toward that. So I'm like, whoa, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, miss uh, you, Lando. Damn, and then, dude. And then later that night. So, like, I truly feel like that was, like, a little sign or something, like, you know, like, because that was just weird. You know, then oh, I have a near, sure, then I have a near death experience that day. Like coincidence, nah, bro. There's who's, no fucking way. Who's to say you didn't die? Exactly. Who's to say that that per that that Lando, right? That there's multiple different Landos that didn't survive that crash. Wow. Right, and you still did because yeah. you're in the body that survived the crash. Yeah. You know that there's probably Landos that yeah. never got in the accident in the first place? Yeah. Right? Like, there's tons of different... There were. Yeah. I don't know if there still are. Different versions of you. And they become... So, this is how I look at it. Right? Mm-hmm. We create those beings. And then we... If those beings... If an opportunity comes, we mm-hmm. jump into their lives. Yeah. Right. So like we're always constantly creating our future. Right. If you think about it, through our thoughts. Well, Mm -hmm. someone in the future is living that. Like one, a a version of ourselves is living the future that what you want to do in life is a version of you that's already living it. That's exactly how I think, too. All you do is just jump into that reality because every reality is already living. It's already alive. It's already vibrant. You just have to vibrate yes. with that. I agree. I well, agree. And, and that's all imagination is. Yep. Awareness. Mm-hmm. Becoming aware of things, right? Yep. It's not as if you're popping them out of thin air. You're becoming aware that they exist. Like yep. this. Think about this. Um, think, of, think that everything in the universe already exists. It just needs light. To be shone on it so that we can see it. But it already exists. We just, because we're not aware of it, we don't think it does. I agree. Right? And that's all imagination is, is being aware of things. And having having a deeper awareness to shit. Right? Because that's all you're doing. You're not, like I said, you're not creating it out of thin air. Exactly. You're just becoming... Right, you're just becoming no, you're really all we're doing is reporting an observation that we had. We became aware of something and we reported it back to people. 
that's all it is. So like movies, that's all movies are, is, is people becoming aware of certain things and reporting it to each other. Right? Books, articles, mm-hmm. all of that shit. Mm-hmm. It's just being aware of other things that exist that other people aren't observing it long enough to get a lot of data on it and writing a report. Yeah. Right? Some people draw a report through art. Some people play a report through music. But that's all it is. Yeah. Different expressions. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's just being aware and having more awareness to something. Yeah. And that's, right? So, like, now if you think about imagination, like, the internet, in the same way that, like, we connect to the internet, we connect to imagination. Yeah. Which means every, think about, think about how, think about how much of the internet you're never going to explore in your life. Uh, probably 99% of it, because honestly, I think the biggest part of the internet is the part that you can't fucking get on, that we have no fucking clue how right. to even, like, it's not even the dark web, like, it it doesn't have a name, like, you know what I'm saying, right. like, these people know, like, we're not gonna so, tell you the name, like, <laughs> duh, you know what I'm Right, saying? right, so there's everything that we do, yeah. right, there's everything that we create, now, yeah. This is this is this is what it just amazes me. Okay, so we don't take this into consideration either. Um, so I've seen more um, anywhere between fifteen to like seventy thousand followers for just, um, in my opinion, random Asian women because that's what I've been looking up to see if like I would be attracted to them because I've kind of like stayed away from that for a while, mm-hmm. but I'm like fuck it, let's move on in life and let's see if, like, because I've always thought Japanese women were attractive, like, in that sense. So I was looking it up, and, dude, there are tons that have, like, huge following accounts, right? But if you were to take them into America, they would probably only have five to 6,000 because the population is so dense there. Yeah. Right? And, and... Because, like, Asian culture is huge. Yeah. Right? So it's not out of the ordinary to see people have that many followers. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's fucking interesting as shit. Right? Um, I forget where that was going to, though. But it doesn't, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, getting, getting back to um, the, the idea of crying. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So crying comes in two forms, really, if you think about it, right? And I don't know if you've ever felt it before, but there can be hot and there can be cold tears, Mm. like tears that burn your face and tears that like cool your face. Um, And then there's, um, but there's happy, like there's joyful crying, right? Like, you know, like I'm, your sister could possibly cry out of joy because she's had a kid. Yeah. Right? That kind of thing, right? Like yeah. just being so... Or like when girls cry, like people cry when they get engaged to. Yeah. Right? Crying at weddings, those kind mm-hmm. of things, right? And then there's the sad crying. Yeah. Right? There's the funeral crying. There's the loss. There's the grieving. Yeah. There's all of those things, right? And 
So um, both of those, I believe, help melt the ice wall. But it's the, um, if you think about it, the ice wall blocks us from getting to fear. And, 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 and the thing is, so, so when people say that they're numb, right? Really, really think about what that means. If you have a wall of ice around your third eye and you're trying to get to fear to deal with something and you can't get there because it's so fucking frigid and cold and thick, would it not feel like you're numb? Mm. Right? So most people believe that their third eye is calcified. But what if their third eye is frozen because they're not dealing with the trauma that has created that mess? Mm. Right? So when we deal with our trauma and when we really deal with it, like really deal with it, we begin to melt those walls. Yeah. Those walls melt from our third down through our eye sockets and out. Because it's really like our protectors, I feel like. 100%. Right? Well, that wall is there to protect us so that the protectors don't have to always be there. Mm. Right? Like that wall. And it just sort of starts to form because we don't deal with it. Yeah. Right? Because think about that. A traumatic event happens to you and you don't want to look at it. You block that off. Yeah. You wall that off. Right? You use that energy to wall it up and then you go about life and you land on another thing that's like that and you're just like well we walled that one up let's wall this one up too yeah and everything just starts to everything that you don't do that you're basically not necessarily afraid of right but everything that you don't do that you don't deal with properly starts to build like starts to become things that you don't want to see things that you don't want to address yeah and the more and more that you start to address these things, the more and more that your ice wall melts and the more your third can do and create with. Yeah. Right? Because it's a projector. Right? Your third is, your, is, is really when it comes down to it, your third is your connection to imagination. Yeah. Right? Like our, right? Our heart is our connection to what I would consider the beyond. Like where everything else would be running this if this is a simulation, right? That's the connection. Our heart is connected to that heart there. So when our heart finally goes, so does over there. Mm-hmm. In that sense. Or at least game's over, right? Yeah. If you know what I mean, like that's it. Um, but like does this make sense? With the, you're saying with the heart? Well, no, just like in gen- like the idea of when we deal with our trauma and we cry, right? We're releasing that energy that was like stuck. Yeah. Right. And it allows what it allows it to do. Like if you think about your third, right? And your pineal gland. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it as um, kind of in the shape of a pine cone slash diamond. Yeah, I mean, that, that's right. what they say, uh, that it, it in a sense looks like, that's what I say, the pineal pine, yeah. Right, exactly, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you look at it like a diamond, though, as well, and you um, think of it as light mm-hmm. going through a crystal, right? That's the seven 
rays of the rainbow, colors of the mm. rainbow, right? So as our body goes through our chakras, they light up. And when we go through that one, that one's normally blocked off. Right, that one's normally tough for a lot of people to access. Yeah. Right, and there's some people that can access it because what they've done, this is the way that I look at it, is they've basically found different pathways into their pineal gland, but haven't dealt with the ice wall that's forming. Yeah. Right, so it's important to deal, like that's why it's important to deal with your shit and be absolutely okay with who you are. Like, you know, there are probably people on the planet that think I'm an asshole or a monster. I know of at least one that lives on this planet that thinks the lowest of me. Yeah, I mean, I know my uh, a business partner that I started the fucking business for that turned slimy and said I'm, you know, this narcissistic type person. So, yeah, yeah I mean. <laughs> right. And you know what? That's okay. Because yeah. that's just their fucking opinion. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that, you know, this, this is the way that I'm going to look at it is I don't necessarily think I'm any different than Steve Jobs mm. in the way that, of the way that I look at the world, mm. right? Like um, people, people are just, like, you can say that Steve Jobs was an asshole, but, you know, like without him, you wouldn't have your phone and like nobody would yeah. have their phone at yeah. all. Like the, the communication industry only exists because of him. Like in the way that it does today. Yeah. Right. Is because of that one man. So yeah, he was a fucking, like a lot of people thought he was an asshole, but what I learned about him is that he wasn't necessarily an asshole. He was displeased because things weren't at the level that he wanted them to be. Yes. So when things got to the level where he wanted them to be, he was okay. Right? It's a standard of living. If my mom went and lived on $20,000 a year and had could only live on that, she'd be fucking miserable. But because she has found a way to be able to live to her standard, Mm -hmm. she's fine. Well, in business, you need other people's help. You can't just do it on your own, right? And so if people aren't doing it to your standard, it's going to frustrate you. Yeah. Especially if you're paying them. Yeah. Right? Right? If they're doing it for free, you can't really get mad at people. But if, because we live in a society where they believe that getting a reward for everything they do is necessary. Yeah. Um, you know, if you pay them, you at least get to say, well, I paid you, so at least give me what I want. Yeah, something monetary, exactly. Right, so, um, but that's the way that I look at things. Like, I want all of the stuff that I do to be a certain level, and I don't want to have to apologize for being upset that it's not. Yeah. Right, like, I've, I am not necessarily, like, a nice guy. Right. Mm, I'm in 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 the sense of um, I'm kind. Right. I don't want to hurt people. But what I truly want to say to them, say to them. um, Instead of what I actually say to them isn't as nice. So I usually go the nice route and I undercut what I want to say 
to spare their feelings, and that's not not always a good thing. Listen, I'm telling you right now, that's exactly how I was. Like my whole life, I've let people run over me, and it's like I didn't do it consciously; I did it subconsciously because all I wanted to do is bring the best out of people. You know, just just stay on just a, such a high vibration with these people. You know, and just always try and look for the best in these people. You know, so. I would just overlook so many things because I just, I really wouldn't maybe break down the dynamics of it. You know, how this person was really feeling about me or what they were really saying, because I'm just trying to look at the best. So I'm overlooking like the little red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Just, you're trying to look at the best, you know, bring out the best in them. But I'm telling you, man, being on this retention like, I see why, like, exactly what you just said, why some people seem like they're just dickheads, you know, but mm-hmm. really look, like, why are they acting like that? Like, really look, because there is a reason. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Nobody acts like they act for no reason. I promise you. Nobody. No baby cries for no reason. There is a reason, even if that baby's fed and this and that. There's definitely, there's still a reason, you know, they're not crying for no reason. So, yeah. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. We definitely, right? And that's, that's a big part of our behavior too, right? Mm -hmm. Is our past. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and what's happened in our past. And again, yeah, it it comes down with the wall too and all of those things, right? Mm -hmm. Like once you start looking into your past, you can't help but let go of a lot of shit. Yep. Right. But the thing is, is that this is what people, um, if people really want to know the key to dealing with their shit, right? Understand two things. Mm-hmm. One, it's about um, finding the weakest link in the chain and taking that apart first. Mm. Right. And then two, um, <sighs> I lost two. What were we talking about? Waves, man. Fucking I know, dude. We did. Waves. We did well on this one. <laughs> forty-two minutes, not bad for a wave. Not... Holy shit! Already forty-two minutes. That yeah, went like ten. Nah, dude, it goes. Dude, holy shit. <laughs> It goes, man. Surfing, man. <laughs> well, the other, like, I'm I'm actually in a good mood for once. Like, it's not like I'm, I'm running on actually, like, good, like, what feels like good, clean energy for, like, once in a while, right? So yeah. when, to me, time becomes irrelevant. Right, and I forget about it. So you're legit, man. Like, it feels like it's maybe been 15. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Right? But, you know, it's just because we're in a different vibrational flow. Yeah. Where time feels different. Yeah. Right? Where we don't necessarily feel it as much. Yeah. Um, But what were we talking about? Just... Do you even even remember? Fuck me. I I don't know. (sighs) We were talking about dealing with um, dealing with shit, right? Yeah. Dealing with trauma. 
And the first Childhood. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one was um, finding the the link, mm-hmm. and taking the out the, that one the weakest first. link, right? So, like, if you see it in loops, right, and see your behaviors in loops, um, you can start to sort of recognize the pattern. Yes. Right, and so think of it more as um, being in a straitjacket with chains wrapped around you. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a key and the doesn't matter if you get the like, like there's no, there's no key and there's no lock. It's just wrapped around you. Right. So you kind of like, you're figuring out how to like get, you're figuring out which ones are the loosest so that you can get that, those ones off first and slowly, but eventually you have to deal with almost every single chain. Yep. Right. But you ha- like the the easiest one is is the first thing so the first thing is to remember that you want to breathe right and i'm not talking about actually taking breath i want you to t- think about a chain wrapped around you like a boa constrictor right squeezing you right and the first thing that you want to do in that situation is breathe right so you want to get the weak points done first so that that chain can actually stretch a bit so you can breathe. Mm-hmm. Once you can breathe, you can start to think. Exactly. Once you start to think, you can then start to attack the chain properly. And that's all it is, is attacking your past objectively so that you can let it go so that it doesn't bother me. Yeah, you know what? It might be awkward seeing those people again. Right? And like... You know, it might not be favorable. It may be even worse than you imagine. That doesn't matter. You have to let that go right now so that you can focus on what's going on in your life right now and moving forward. Yes. You know, it's a good example of this. Mm-hmm. So going back to the social network, the movie, mm-hmm. right? There's a scene where they're asking Mark about something and it's like a, it's, it's a question he doesn't want to answer. And he um he goes down this whole i think you can call it a diatribe but it's just like he he has this speech where he's just like if your clients want to stand on my shoulders and call themselves tall they can do that but um most of my attention oh he asks him the the lawyer on the other end asks him if he has his full attention and zuckerberg answers back no i don't no or no you don't Mm-hmm. And he's like, why? And he's like, he goes through this whole speech. And at the end of it, he's like, if your clients want to stand on my shoulders and call themselves tall, they can go right ahead. But most of my attention is back at Facebook, where we're doing things your clients couldn't even think of, or something wow. like that. And that is a really good way to look at past and future. Yeah. Where do you want to put your attention? Right. Where do you? And the thing is, is that first and foremost, you don't want to be stupid. And I'm not saying you don't want to look stupid. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be stupid. You don't want to um, like if if you are um, let's let I like the broken leg analogy just because it makes sense. Right. If you have a broken leg, you don't want to go running. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to be afraid of running. Yeah. Right. 
right? Or afraid to be doing the activity that you used to be doing before you got hurt. Yeah. Right. So in a sense, healing is really just forgiveness. Yeah. The moment that you can forgive one yourself to everything that was included in what happened, you can really move forward. Yeah. Right. So like the moment that you can forgive your friend for becoming, for, for showing him or for, for you finally seeing who they truly are. The moment that you can forgive yourself and them, right, you'll know that you're healed. Yeah. Just like for me, right, the moment that I can notice about every single person that's been in my life that's come and gone, yeah. right, and forgiven them and forgiven myself, I'll heal. Or I'll know that I'll be healed. Yeah, I agree. Right. And, and that's really it for like, so you go back to that person that broke their leg, that's, you know, a world-class runner, Right. The big barrier isn't just that they broke their leg. The big barrier is after your leg is healed, what do you do again? Yeah. Right. What do you do when you're healed? Because now that you're like, you can't go back to that life. That's done. Right. How that was is over. You can start a new one and you can start a new one with those people. Mm-hmm. Or you can move forward and do something else, but you can't go back. So the question is, what do we do? And this is what I was, this is, this is what I got into yesterday, like mm-hmm. last night. It was like, well, you know, like I had all of these plans, dude. And I had all of these things that I wanted to do with so many people. And I was super excited and I was really letting myself like letting people in, right? And because I think it's important that they get to know me, right? As we work together or yeah. before we work together, right? So that you know what you're getting into. And right, so I had all of these plans and they all just fucking collapsed. Yeah. For the most part. And um, my biggest thing is feeling excited, like allowing myself to feel excited about stuff. Because when I feel excited about stuff and it gets close to that point of this is where it all collapsed last time. Right. So it's like my sister, she's going to go through a lot of um, a lot of shock and, and fear when she finally decides to drive again for the first time. Because she got into a severe uh, she got into a car accident where she received a severe concussion. Mm, so wow. she hasn't she hasn't been herself in four months wow man I'm yeah. to hear that. it sucks but you know like that's if if i'm honest that's her life she's got to deal with that right i can stay there and worry and like be concerned and all of that shit mm-hmm. or i can just live my life the best i possibly can of course right so um but no it sucks for her so like the moment that she gets behind the wheel, right, will make or break where she is in healing. Mm -hmm. If she can get behind the wheel, turn the key, start driving, take a breath and just go, I'm okay, this is okay, everything's okay, and just continue going and gaining that strength and confidence back, she'll be okay. If she gets behind the wheel, starts driving, stops, 
and starts to panic and freak out, there's more healing that needs to be done. Yeah, like I feel like if I if I am driving and I have fear of these deer, I honestly feel like I'm going to hit one again. So it's like, <laughs> fuck that. Can't have no fear. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you just can't. Because like you said, like, death is not something we should even be scared of. It's going to happen. Did you live? Because that's what really matters. Did you live? That is. That is what really matters. Yeah. What did you do? What did you do with two things? The time that you were, the time that the sun was up. Yeah. And the time that the sun was down. Yeah. What did you do in the time that your eyes were open and both of those things were available? Yeah. That's what matters the most. Yeah. And really, in the end, how you feel about the time you spent. Yeah, I agree. Right? It's not even what you do. It's how you feel about the time you spent. Yep. You want to feel you want to feel good. Yep. I think I think most of us I'm I think most human beings want to feel good and um We get trapped in this idea of, like, what feeling good actually is. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what makes you feel good? I would say to dance, um, man, meditate, um, just be in my family, just just really be in my own zone, man. Just not be dependent and just not be so so overcome with other people's shit. Like, mm. because, like, I see how, like, that can subconsciously just weigh you down so much. And that can be with anybody. Mm-hmm. How people can just kind of, like, they'll do it so slick. Just, like, throw that negative, like, vibe and energy to you or just throw their low vibrational energy to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know what yeah. the thing is with that mm-hmm. is for some reason we built in our head that we're meant to catch that. Yes, exact, exactly. Right, I and agree. Yeah. that is that's a program within yeah. us. Yep, that we create at some point because we don't like the feeling of it. Yep, right. We didn't like the feeling when someone didn't want to play catch with us. Mm-hmm. So we started playing catch with anybody that would want to play catch with us. Mm. And that's not a good thing. Yeah. Right. It's okay to want to play catch. It's also okay to pick better people to play catch with. Yeah. Right. And the other thing that we don't ever take into consideration, and it sounds really fucking awful and it's but but the thing is is that it's happened to us we're allowed to find people that are better for us yeah and we're allowed to leave the other people behind yeah right and that's what i had to come to the conclusion of too right is um oh the other thing that i was working on last night was being lighter mm. right like allowing that light side of me to come out yeah, I, I agree. Like that man. Was, 
that was that was a big part of that component. Got you. Um, and like another big part of it was letting go of all of the missed opportunities that never happened because we never connected. Yeah. Right. All of the things that I wanted to do that we didn't get to do was just basically going, well, I can't, it's basically the way I look at it is like holding, it's um, holding on to shit that you don't need to hold on to anymore. It's like hoarding. Yeah. Right. So I was hoarding the, um, I was hoarding all of these memories Right of all of these people, of activities that in my head felt so fucking real that we had done. Because I was like, oh, it would be fun to take them here. And I would imagine us doing that. Right? And I've been like, oh, it's, it would be fun to do this. And I imagine us doing that. And I basically had to collect all of those into a box or a bag or whatever you want and put it on the curb. Yeah. And wait for the garbage man to come pick it up and take it away. Yeah. Right? Or go to the dump and dump it out. But we, I can't. I can no longer hold on to um, missed memories. It's yeah, not going to help. Just weighing you down, man. Just weighing you the fuck down. Telling you. Mm-hmm. Like, anything that you know is not for your spirit to help you grow, man, you got to drop it. Because all we're trying to do is have you as a low vibrational spirit now. Because everything I truly feel like is just based upon frequency and vibration. Breaking it down. Frequency mm-hmm. and vibration. Honestly, it's not, like you said, good or bad or anything like that. It's just, what's your vibration? If you're on a very low vibration, probably don't have that much life force energy. Probably oh. don't have Probably don't have that much just vibe to you and just vibrancy you know what i'm saying like probably very low because you're on low vibration mm-hmm. so i How feel like you... we need to uh, no you can go no sorry um adding on to that but keep going it's how do you feel yeah you yeah. right so keep going sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no i just feel like we need to set a society get more of like just talking in facts because good and bad that's just duality I mean, we all know that vibration and frequency. This now, this is actually facts. Mm-hmm. It's not really much of a if and. I mean, it's it, it's really it's really facts. Yeah, you know, honestly. So I just feel like if if we can do that more, then more people will start to wake up. Honestly, I think so too. Because you can even look at the vibration of like the music, like you're talking about, and look how the music back in the day was different. That's just different mm-hmm. vibrations, right? Exactly. Different frequency. Exactly. It was. That's it. So, yeah. Right, and it doesn't mean that we can't, you know, like, one, feel good about the times that we used to have with people. Yeah. Right, and two, um, that we can't feel good doing the same activity we used to do with them mm-hmm. with ourselves and other people. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of it comes down to the um, when it comes to frequency and vibration. It's about attachment Mm. and what we attach ourselves to. 
right? So if I attach myself with being alone feels sad, I'm attaching alone with the feeling of being sad. Yes. So now every time I feel alone, I'm going to feel sad. Exactly. Because, right? Go, go for it. Whenever on the flip side of that, somebody's alone and they feel happiness, joy, Mm -hmm. bliss, peacefulness. Yeah, because they created that. Exactly. They attach that to that aloneness, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. It's all about your perception. Yep. Like, think about, you know, um, the single mom or the, the, the parents that just want time alone from their kids. Yeah. And when they get that time alone from their kids, they're not sad. They're not missing those kids for the first couple of hours. They're super joyful and excited, man. They're just like, oh, yeah. God, my sister and her, she don't got to be around them kids. God, yeah. she should. Oh, my God. She's probably tearing it up. <laughs> she's, you know, she's a 25-year-old girl still. Like, people forget this shit, right? She's. She may be, you know, a mom of three, and we look upon that as, oh, now you got to be super responsible. But she's still a 25-year-old woman. Yeah. Right? Still young. Like, super fucking young. Yeah. Right? And probably still wants to go and have fun. Yeah. You know, have adventures. She hasn't given up on fucking life. Like, all of those things, right? So getting that time away from her kid is just a motherfucking blessing. Yeah. Right? Whereas then you take, you reverse that or, or flip that and you take yeah. it to someone that doesn't have anything, anyone. Yeah. Right? And they're just like, you, they see, you know, like one, you know what's really, really bad for us to do, but mm. we do it almost all the time? Compare mm. each other. Oh, yeah. Right? So like you see someone that has a family and you don't have a family and you're just like, oh, that kid's got it really, really good. But you don't know the dynamics of that family. That's what I'm no, trying to say. Man, you don't exactly. know the Exactly. Exactly. I'm telling you. I'm telling you that person might have a million dollars, but they might be going through suicidal thoughts whenever you're making 20000 50000 a year. And I promise yeah. you, you're, you're on your high horse all year long. You're so, feeling good, man. Exactly. I'm telling feeling you. fucking great, right? Because life is good because you have your mindset right. Yeah. And and whatnot right and exactly. that's what matters right your mindset leads to your emotional set and your emotional set leads to how you feel as a human being yeah right so if you are now um let's look at it from the components of um that um the mental side like the stream of consciousness is more like let's say that it's a gas mm-hmm Right. Or let's say that it's a liquid like a um, but like, let's say that it's like fuel, like unleaded. Right. You know what I mean? Like for your car. Yeah. Right. So if you think about it, there's regular. There's like the next level up and there's the next like there's different grades, right? Like 89, 91, 93 and 96 or whatever you want to like wherever they go. Right. And um, right. Well, that's different degrees of consciousness as well. If you're like, and you need to know your body to know which grade that you're supposed to put in. So if you're taking in low level consciousness, you're going to get back low level shit. Exactly. Right. And if you're putting in higher level consciousness, that's 
um, too much for you. You're just basically wasting money. Dude, I'm telling you, like, that is so true. Even down to, like, the foods that you get. So, like, I um, I get a lot of, like, frozen vegetables because I eat a lot of vegetables and fruit, you know, just trying to eat, you know, trying to eat healthy overall. Um, but, like, I saw this bag of, like, mixed vegetables and it was, like, $3 whenever whenever I got another bag that was, like, a dollar. But which one do you think tasted, tasted better and better quality and was really worth it? Yeah. The, the $3 bag. I'm telling you, which one probably had more nutrients? The three dollar bag. You get what you pay for. Usually, usually you get what you, you know. What I'm saying like what you put out. Usually, yeah. you know, obviously deception out there, obviously, but <laughs> usually, you know. So, it, it really is like if you if you know that I feel like it's like this. If you know. And know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, not not just guessing, you know, and, and kind of getting caught in deception. If you know something is a higher quality than something else, you know if you choose a lower quality thing, but you can get the higher quality. You're trying to just save, which, I mean, I'm not saying I don't understand, but you're not going to get that high quality outcome. I'm telling you, there's no way mm-hmm. compared to the higher quality food or whatever music whatever it is you know that that's higher quality compared to this lower quality like that's kind of literally take effect on your life 100 percent. yeah it's like i said it's fuel yeah exactly and you can only draw off of it so much so when it's not high in the nutrients that you need them to be yeah Right, and that's you know goes back to frequencies and frequencies and vibrations. So, yeah. if your body cannot handle higher vibrations and frequencies, don't take them in. Yeah, right. But be working towards being able to take them in. Implementation, like, like dude, when I am at my lowest or in like a low vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. Almost every single person that seems to be happy or in a good mood seems fake to me. Mm. And I can't differentiate the difference between the two. And it drives me nuts because I'm just like, everyone's just being fake around me. Mm. But the thing is, is that that's my programming. That's the way that I look at things, right? So I do it to myself just like, you have yours and everybody else has theirs. Yeah. Right. And so all we can do, and this is what I was, you know, working on last night was basically work on ourselves to be better for the next moment. That's it. I can't make up all the mistakes that I did for this last four years of my life. Right. I can't go back and fix any of those things. Right, But what I can do is continue going after what I want to go on, except, except that I lost that game, right? except that I lost that, those entire seasons, yeah. right? and learn everything that I possibly can from it as I move forward and allow for new opportunities to come. That's basically it. 
right? And the sooner that I start going after that, it basically, like we talked about yesterday and being on the train, mm-hmm. learn to let go sooner and learn to let go of the thing that's staying still sooner, basically, yeah. right? And the other thing is, here's the tough one. Mm-hmm. Don't hold on to anybody. Mm. Not when the train is moving away. Mm. If they choose to stay, that's something that they chose to do. Yeah. And it may have everything to do with you. You may be the reason they're staying. Yeah. You can't let that affect you. Yeah. You can't let that become the defining piece of who you think you are. Mm-hmm. That people, that's what I would used to do. I used to make it up that when I would continuously, because I move on fast, right? I'm continuously growing in all ways, right? Just continuously. And here's something that you'll learn as you get older, dude. Mm-hmm. If you continue the path that you're going on right now, mm-hmm. you only start to grow more as you get. Mm-hmm. Like, think of it, think of a tree. Think of a tree when it's just a small little tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And think of the difference when it's like, you know, 50, 20 years old, 20 yeah. to 50 years old, right? It's gotten, it's trunks getting thicker. It's got more sturdiness to it. And it just is continuously growing exponentially. Yeah. Right. Well, we do the same thing. So like you at age 30, if you continue down this path, you think that you're growing super rapidly right now. Right. But like what you're learning right now you'll be able to do in like a day when you're 30. Like how you think, what takes you like, you know, um, three to like three months to, to really understand and master. You'll be able to do those activities super quick because of what you're doing right now. Yeah. So what we're talking about is doing things at an efficient level really, really quickly and doing them a lot. And doing a lot of those things. You can't help but grow. Yeah. And we, when we hold on to people, stunt our growth. Yeah. Right? So now, let's flip it and say that we are the cause of our relationships breaking up. Because we are constantly growing and need to grow. And they didn't want to. Or they wanted to grow in a different direction. And we kept holding on to them to say, no, grow with me, grow with me. Because odds are, we were too afraid to grow on our own. Mm. Now it's time for us to grow on our own and say, fuck all these people. And really learn. And that's what yesterday was really big about for me. Mm -hmm. Was to not want, not not to, um, to not feel like I need people to connect to me. Mm -hmm. Right? So... I was talking with my buddy Casey today. We haven't really gotten into it, but I was like, look, I think for 2020, it would be interesting if I introduced myself to people as ghost. Mm. Right. Not by X, but by ghost. Right. And for a couple of reasons, one, there is a lot of time that either I disconnect or people, I feel disconnected to people to the point that I feel like I don't exist in anyone's world. Right. Kind of like how a ghost doesn't exist, right? Like how, you know, like in that sense, right? Um, 
The second one is I want it to be a reminder to people. Whoa. What? Uh-huh. Just kind of what you said, like that really makes sense. Like maybe the only reason we even stay in a dimension is because we say we're in a dimension. Maybe that's why ghosts are the ghost of spirit to spirit. Like they're not identifying. Oh my yeah. god. They just jump. Wow. Yeah. Right. So number two uh-huh. is I want it to be a reminder to the ones that have left if they ever speak of my name of the actions that they took. Mm. Right? Because they ghosted me. Yeah. Right? That would actually hey, I like that. Definitely makes right. sense. Right. And number three uh-huh. is um depending on how we exit, if we have uh-huh. unfinished business, if we have unfinished business that is good, I'll more than likely come back and reward you. If we have unfinished business that is bad, I'll more than likely come back and haunt you. Mm-hmm. And more than likely emotional and mental trauma first. And if it happens physical. Yeah. Like in person. Yeah. Right. But, you know, there'll become a time down the road for these people where they actually need me. Yeah. And I won't be there. And they will start to think about all of the times that they reached out for me and I was there. Yeah. And they'll need ghosts. And I won't be there because I'm a ghost. Exactly. I don't exist. Exactly. It's kind of like, um, you know, like in Mario, in any of the ghost ones, where, you know, like if you turn your back to it, it appears. And then the moment that you turn back to it, it disappears. Yeah. All right. But that's, that's what I'm thinking of going by. Instead of X. Dude, I think that'd be dope. Mm -hmm. Truly. Right. Because there's so many, like, right. And then I was, I I joked with him. I was like, the the people that are really, really close to me that stay in my life can call me Casper. Okay. Right. (laughs) Oh, the friendly ghost. Right. Uh, So, so so you would earn that badge. Oh, okay. Right. (laughs) Because. I don't always have to be a friendly ghost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Switch up my ass. What tell you? Right. But, <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I came to that conclusion last night. I was walking in this um, park at night that has a ton of beautiful trees in it. And I was just spending a moment with them. And I was listening to this song, which is of this dude named have you ever heard of a dude named NF? Yes. Okay, I'd never heard of this motherfucker before. And I listened to some of his other tracks, but this one track reminded me of if I did rap, I would have put something out like this. Oh, I'm not going to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I was yeah, just yeah, yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't rap. I'm not, I'm not your guy. 
Um, I'm, not your guy. <laughs> I'm not your dude. Like I, I um, I make like a, I I I like to make a lot of bold claims, um, but like they don't mean anything to me, right? Like I feel like if I really gave a shit about basketball, I would have been playing professional somewhere in the world. I mean, but right. that's very possible, though. That's the it's thing. It's very possible, right? Yeah, if I gave I'm a saying. fuck, because exactly. I would have just dedicated my life. I'm I'm six feet tall, but I would have dedicated my life to just being the best basketball player I could be. Yeah. Right? But I didn't give a shit. Right? Um, what was the other one? Ah, fuck. What were we just talking about? Uh, not just basketball. Um... Oh rap. I would have um I would have put something I would have pushed to been like the white um little Wayne, but I would have been more like Eminem. Mm. So I would have been super young. Right? I would have been what a lot of kids are today. Like if you think about how many kids that are nine or ten years old that can freestyle. Right? It's far more than anybody in the eighties or nineties. Mm. or even the 2000s because these kids are growing up doing it yeah right two of two of my really close friends in high school could freestyle all the time one of them would freestyle um like it was gangster rap which was hilarious because we're white right um but the other one would like joke freestyle and use humor in it, and it was fucking amazing hey Right. But I couldn't do it. I don't have the lung capacity. So I'm never going to be a rapper. I'm never going to play in the NBA. Right. Or be a professional basketball player. And I knew those two things young. So I was just like, fuck that. Right. Um, I feel like if I had um, either the encouragement or if someone could have at least broken me to the degree of just getting me to write and draw more. I wonder where I would be right now as an artist and a writer. Truly. Right. But I was basically left to raise myself. And so I got done what I needed to get done. Mm -hmm. I was like a single parent raising himself almost. Mm -hmm. Right. Except for my rent and food was paid for. Yeah. Right. And clothing. But like the day to day stuff and like the mental and emotional stuff and all of that. That's all me. That's all me. Right. Like I never went for people to for help. I um, did you know that? Okay, so in have you did you go to college? No, I actually didn't finish high school, man. Ah, good on you, dude. Fuck those places, dude. No. Right. I think people need to readdress what they understand about school. Right. You're doing good, right? Oh, dude. Great. There you go. Right. Great, man. Right. Um, so, but like for me, when I was going to college, I hated doing research papers or not necessarily, but I hated doing articles or, or whatever they make you do. Mm-hmm. And because they would just would waste my time. So I would just listen in class and I was horrible at taking tests just because I didn't want them to know how smart I was. Right. So I would like just fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, but my buddy sent me this list of, I think it was either a hundred or a thousand 
different, um, like kind of obscure book, like um, books that you can use for research papers. Mm-hmm. So I would look at the titles and, or I would, I would, what I would do is I would write out my entire paper myself. I wouldn't do, go do any research. I wouldn't find any articles or anything like that. I would just do the whole thing. And then I would just give credit to a lot of my ideas to these obscure books mm. that you couldn't find. Yeah. Right. And didn't really go too far in college that it was enough for me just to get by. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, that's my whole thing. That's why I think Wonder Tree is going to be so much better for people. Right. Like think about this, right. Let's say that you actually get serious about doing clothing, like legitimately serious. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you could, if you wanted to become a student at Wonder Tree. And what that means is that you get access to me and you and I design a curriculum that fits you mm. and you learn how to make clothing or you learn how to do what you want to do. Yeah. Right. And, and you learn through how you learn best. Yeah. And you also learn how you learn best through doing it. Yeah. Right. So let's say that you wanted to start, you know, your clothing brand, you wanted to keep it super simple. Right. And you just did, you wanted to create socks. Because you think that it would be cool. And, and one, you know, it would be nice to be able to, to give to people that need them. Yeah. Right? So let's say that you wanted to learn how to do socks. Well, the first thing to do would be to make your first pair of socks. Exactly. Right? So how do you do that? And that's where you start. Yeah. You go online and you look up how to make socks. Yep. And then from there... You go and get the fabric, the materials, all the layouts and whatnot. And you put them together. Yeah. Right? And if you have to do it hand sewing to start with, you have to do it hand sewing. Yeah. Right? But people don't take the effort and whatnot to do it. And what you're going to learn, dude, is this is what I learned. This big lesson from the last four years is that... 90% of the time, unless you can pay someone, you're going to have to do it yourself. Yeah. No one's going to want to do the stuff you want to do with you or for you. I agree, dude. Right. I've had, I agree. you know, like I've had so many people say, yeah, I want to do this with you. But when push came to shove and I needed input back, nobody fucking gave me answers. Yep. And then they wonder why the relationship begins to, to fucking tear apart. Yeah. Well, maybe, exactly. it was be- maybe it was because you didn't put in your effort. You didn't, you didn't hold to your end of the contract, so now it became null and void. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the way I look at it, right? Is, you know, we get into, you know, there's, there's unwritten contracts that we have with people. Yeah. And then there's, you know, voiced contracts that we have with people. And if you say that you want to do something with me, like, let's say that you say you want to do a podcast with me. Mm-hmm. How do how do we organize and schedule our podcast? Instagram. Pardon? Instagram. On on Instagram. But how do we do it? Do we say or do you want to get together Thursday at four o'clock and do two hours? Oh, I get what you're saying. Right? Like, no, we, we go, hey, man, what's, what, how are you doing? 
right? Yeah. We check in in the beginning of the day to see where we're at. And like, you know, like think about all of the times that we wanted to do episodes and we like, it would go, you know, three or four days of just shit not aligning. Yeah. Right. And then it finally did. And like, and now because, you know, thankfully for like the holidays and shit like that, time's a little bit slower for a lot of people. And, yeah, exactly. Right. Or busier, depending on how they want to look at it. But like for us, it's a little bit slower. So, you know, like there were days where we could get together and record. Yeah. And, you know, as times get busier again, those gaps will, you know, take place again. But we don't ever say, hey, it has to be at this time. We just say, hey, are you free today? And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. We don't get, you know, and then the other, you know, on the flip side, what that allows for is to not get upset about anything. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. Hundred. Yep. Right. And that's, and that's all it is because, but the thing is, is that we check in. Yes. Right. So like, and it's not a lot. Right. And that's all it is. Like we talked about it yesterday, man. 10 seconds can save pretty much any relationship. 10 seconds. And that's that shows it. how fake somebody is. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Like it yeah. just shows how fake they are. 10 seconds. Cause that's literally one message. Ten, it could be it could be five words like it, no dude it can be it can be <laughs> dude it can be it can be seven characters it can be six characters if you really really no it can be four characters if you really wanted to be fucking fast about it mm-hmm. the letter u a space the letter o and k wow sent sent That's a fact. That's true. And and that can make or break anything. Yep. Right? And that's what I learned. Wow. Right? That's it, man. Wow. Like, it's not... That's that's why. That's why I get so upset with people. Me too. (laughs) Because you... It's... I'm not asking for a grand gesture. I don't need you to buy me a fucking house. I want you to check in and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. All stuff that's free. Exactly. Right? It doesn't take that much. It really doesn't take that much effort. You okay? No, I'm not doing well. What's up? Question mark. Let that person just fucking write that shit out and go, Right. And be honest with them. Just be like, look, I'm not able to fucking really give any support in the, any other way than just listening tonight. Yeah. Right. So fill your boots, say everything, and I'll reply when you're done. But I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Like just, I don't think there's anything wrong with actually legitimately communicating with each other and letting each other know what we're doing. Like, why do we have to keep everything so fucking secret? That's what I'm saying. Like, man, and people like, just think differently. That's all it is. And that's you it. can't make somebody think a certain way or feel a certain way. Like, but what I'm trying to say is, people breed fakeness, and just we breed all these things. Like, we start these things because we normalize it. That's why I think we get like messed up. All it is, anything that we don't like, is because probably we normalized it, and it's where we don't see it because it's normal like i told you with my other friend like he was used to people just not hitting them back for three days a week or just whatever like because you normalized it that's normal yeah dude you know what i learned with that and i learned it the hard way because i tried to change someone to really want to connect with me Mm -hmm. 
is if communication is important to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have you have to walk away. Yeah. No matter how awesome they are. Yeah. Right. Sad, but it's the truth, man. It is. It's the truth. I'm telling you. It's a hard truth too. Yeah. It is. Right. Right, but. You know, eventually, this is, you know, one way that you can look at it, and it's a super cold way, but okay. Um, Think about only having a certain amount of hangers in your closet that can fit. Mm -hmm. Think about all of those hangers having something on them. And now you got a new shirt. And you have to basically decide if you're going to keep the new shirt or toss it or give it away. Or take an item out of your closet and replace the shirt with it. Right? That can be friendship too. Right? And the idea is this. This is, this is how I operate with my clothes. Is if I haven't worn it in a year, I give it away. Wow. Like I have no problem giving it away. It's just taking up space in my closet. Do it exactly. And you saying that, man, I'm about to do that. I well, truly am. Truly am. Is. You got so much you'll, clothes. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I love to give. You know, that, that's that's second nature to me. So, of course. And, and we just talked do. about hoarding. I don't want to hoard. For what? Don't give it all away. Yeah. Um, Keep the stuff that still looks nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put them up for sale. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, or Or if you have a buddy that's more like, that type mindset. Like if, if I had a lot of clothes and I had a buddy, I'd let him come through and pick all of the stuff that he wanted for free, um, basically. Yeah. And then on the reverse end on the sale, give me some dollars off of it. Gotcha. Right. Right. And, um, and then the rest of it, I would, um, if I think it has value, I would put it up for sale on like a let go or Craigslist or, yeah. or something like that. Right. Um, or or to people that bulk buy, like you can find people like that if you have a lot of shit, right? Oh yeah, and the that's rest, true. The, and the rest of it, just give it away. Yeah, right. You'll feel a lot better. Like I streamlined my entire life, and every so, I streamlined my entire life. So every time that I feel bad, it doesn't really take that much to get back to feeling good. Mm. Right. So you know, like I really, 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 really cared about this person. Like deep, deep down, I had tons of coding. And within two months, I basically almost let it all go and I'm able to move forward. Wow. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Right? And it's only been really in the last couple of days that it's really, really starting to slowly sink in because I'm allowing myself to make decisions to move forward. Yeah. Right, like, think about it. Think about it this way. Let's say that you're climbing a mountain, right? Let's say that you can climb twice as much as the mountain grows, right? Or like, you, like you can climb. Like, let's say in a day you can climb twice, or like one and a half times as much as the mountain can grow. Mm-hmm. Right. So the mountain's continuously growing, but it, you can climb in a like in a period of time. One and a half times. 
So every single time that you climb less than that at the rate less than that, the mountain is still catching up to you climbing up, like getting taller. Right? So that's basically the way that I look at it is life is continuously moving forward. Yeah. And all of the time that you don't spend climbing, the mountain's still climbing. The mountain's still getting taller. And for yeah. you to get up to that peak, you have to get the fuck up, you have to move your legs, and you have to get climbing. Exactly. And then exactly like you said, the biggest thing in what you just said was you. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to pick you up. See, we think that somebody's words made us feel better. No. Yeah. Those words just validated us to feel better if you really think about it. We're it, gave us, it gave us a proof. reason. It gave us hope. Mm-hmm. Yep. We did it ourselves. We just had enough, like you said, proof as to why, why, why you need to feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, why you should or why you should do this. You have enough, like you said, proof and evidence, you know, backing it up. So you're like, okay, I'm going to feel better. Because I don't want to keep feeling bad. You know, you've, like you said, you've probably looked in the past at feeling bad for long periods of where has that got me? You know, so mm-hmm. you're like, well, fuck that. Let's feel good. You know, and we don't have that, though. That's yeah. that's one of the things, right? Yeah. Is yeah. we don't we don't necessarily as we we grow up as kids um, protecting ourselves against negativity more than yes. we have to um, because we're such positive beings when we're younger. Yeah. Right. Right. So as we get older, we don't have those things that push us for positivity. We have those things that protect us against negativity. Mm. Right. So we don't have the muscle. Yeah. And so um, that's why a lot of people focus more on the negative. That's why I did. Right. Because I don't necessarily have the tools to in, in the positivity sector. I don't have all the resources. I don't have that built up. Because I haven't created them yet. I haven't allowed myself to be in those states yet. So it's super awkward for me. But every single day is an opportunity for me to feel better about all that. Yeah. Right. And eventually, where I would normally go for negative stuff, which is really, um, I look at it this way. We either feel bad about the past or we feel bad about the future. Mm. And whichever one we feel bad about, the reverse is also true, which means we either feel good about the past or we feel good about the future. Yeah. We don't ever really feel good and bad about the past at the same time or good or bad about the future at the same time and usually throughout life. So think about, and you'll get to this at some point, think about all of the guys that, or all the people that you know that still talk about the good old days, right? Still talk about... um Still talk about how high school was amazing, right? Or, you know, like we used to do this, right? Yeah. And, and you're just not there yet, right? I think, I think you have to hit a certain age. Like I think you got to go through your 10-year reunion mm-hmm. really to feel that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, oh, fuck. I get into this mindset where like I'm like, I'm not going to lose the idea that I was thinking of, and then I lose it. Yeah. Um, it sucks. We were talking, what, about negativity? Yeah. 
and mm-hmm. oh, the past and the, the, the future and good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that guy will look at the past as being good and look at the future as being bad and negative because he won't want to move forward. Yeah. He'll be, we'll consider him stuck in the past. Then there are guys that won't even ever look at the past and feel bad about the past and will only look at the future because that's where it's good. Right. And that's not necessarily good or bad. Like that's not necessarily like right or wrong for us. That's just something that normally if you feel good about one side, you'll feel negative about the other. It just balances it out. Exactly. Um, And then there's everybody in between that. Mm -hmm. So if you're, um, let's say that, um, let's say that it's, um, it goes from 100% future to 100% past. Like that's the timeline. So um, let's say that, one it goes from one like let's go imagine a line like a, a a line in front of you right just normal line right like the number one and then set horizontal mm-hmm. right um put the number 100 at one end and put the number 100 at the other and right in the middle put a zero right so some people are 50 percent. like if you're at the zero there Mm -hmm. right you're 50 percent past and 50 percent future Mm. right and then as you move forward to the one right you really start to like balance it like so let's say that you go halfway between which is i think the best place to be which is halfway between um future and past being good right and halfway between future and past being bad. Mm-hmm. Right? You want to find some form of balance because in order to um, experience good, you have to what? Experience bad. What is good without bad? Exactly. How do you even know? How do you know that fruit's good for you just because it tastes good? So is, yeah. so is candy, right? Ooh, exactly. I want the candy. <laughs> Give me that motherfucking Man. shit. Man, especially around Christmas time. <laughs> Ooh wee. Dude, I was a fiend, man. Yeah. I was yeah, a fiend. Same. Oh man. I loved um my favorite gift besides the Super Nintendo that I got were these cars. I got like a, a set of cars of like I think twenty four mm-hmm. in a pack and they all changed colors. Whoa. When you when you dip them in water. Oh. Yeah, or like dipped them in water or added heat basically to them. That's cool. And as a kid, all I ever did was smash them together. <laughs> but but I would set it up as like a tournament. Uh-huh. So I would randomly put two cars against each other. Right? And then they would like the winner of that would go up against the winner of another one. Like, dude, I got really good at playing by myself. Mm-hmm. That Pretty much every activity that I do in life, I know how to make it into a game. Mm. Right? So most of the time, if my life is boring, it's because of me. I'm just being boring. I'm choosing that low vibrational energy that says, be here. And usually, dude, it's when I'm feeling negative about the past. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Or, no, sorry, not feeling negative about the past. I'm feeling negative about the future. And so I'm looking at the past. And, like, sometimes, dude, like, if you think about it this way, um, think about past members of your friends and how good they were, right? And if you're um, not careful with that memory, because of the state that you could be in, it could get polluted with the sad memories where you are right now. So for me, when I get in like a negative vibe um, and I start to think about the good memories that I had with a person, they'll slowly seep into now being negative. Simply because the current state of affairs with us is negative. Yeah. Right. And, you know, like that sucks. But, you know, that's that's why right now my focus is on not necessarily being positive, but making better choices for myself. Like, instead of going left, I'm going to go straight. Or instead of going straight, I'm going to go right or left. Right? And I'm going to make those decisions because they're best for me. Mm-hmm. Right? And hopefully, it allows me to... Um, like instead of like, let's say that going straight, there's somebody up ahead that might need my help going right, um, is a little bit longer, but will get me to where I need to go. But going left is going to get me there faster and it's safer. Right. I'm going to go left. Yeah. Right. Let's say that going straight is the shortest distance, but there's someone that I need to like, there's in order to get there, I need to help someone more than likely. Now I'm going to turn left. Before, I would have gone straight, and I would have fucked myself over because more than likely that person would have asked for a ride. I would have said yes, and then I would have started taking on more baggage and whatnot. And, you know, now I just have to be diligent about it because I feel good, and I don't want to feel like shit again, dude. The biggest thing, man, you can feel bad. That's why you really have to know like break down the dynamics of everything not trying to say just to validate for yourself why not to feel bad but it's like feeling bad for like for 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 people you know for just for just for little things like it, it's really so fast like you don't you know what i'm saying it, it really just you just feel it already you know like you don't really like you can't really just stop a feeling you know it's something that mentally you already kind of have to go through that process in your mind you know so that feeling you can already kind of not have it like suppressed i'm not trying to say that but just like not not feel bad you know not feel that which Mm -hmm. you shouldn't you know if you really do have a genuine heart pure intention for people why the fuck should you feel bad about anything and that's for real I'm telling you, because that's from, you know, my own experience on life. If all you want to do for people is help them, bring out the best in them, always try and be there for them. What, you know, like, what is there to feel bad about? Because nine times out of ten, that person gave you every reason to leave them. And that's a fact. They gave you the reasons and they kept on doing it. You just, you just had enough of it. 
shoving it in your face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it literally, like, sometimes you got to really watch people because they, they might, like, sh- literally shove something in your face that, like, they're like, what? You know, like, I'm telling you, man. Right. And you know what? That's good. Yeah. What isn't good is when we don't pay attention. Yeah, exactly. Or when we're paying attention and this is the one where it's bad. We don't do anything about it. We don't take action. Yeah. And then what that does is it trains our body to put up with that shit. Yes. 100%. Standing, standing, 100%. standing up for yourself isn't scary. Saying no to people isn't scary. Dude. It's only scary the first few times until you feel good about standing up for yourself. After that, it feels okay. After a while, it feels really good. After a while after that, you have to learn to stop saying no. Yeah. Right? And start saying yes again to people that you can trust and love. Exactly. Because not everybody's the exact same people that you went through in the past. So you can't bring that same energy, which so many people do. And then that new relationship is already fucked because you, you think everybody's the same. So you really, you haven't release that energy you know that you have built up from the other people you know so right like not every single human being on it is a bad person yeah right not everybody is out to get you yeah right and there's some people that are um real actual genuinely good human beings yeah i agree Right, and we never get to them because of where we focus. Like, this was something that I thought about um, today is um, how how can you get, um, how do you you plan on um, keeping someone's attention that's not looking in your direction? Right, or or not even that, why? Why do you want the attention of someone that's not looking in your direction? Exactly. Right. And, and that was, you know, that was a big thing that I had to come to the conclusion of for myself was like, I really wanted this person to notice me. I wanted a ton of people to notice me. But the thing is, is that they were all looking in a different direction and I wanted them to look over to me and I didn't want to go and stand in front of them in the direction they were looking because I didn't like it, right? Um, And what I realized out of that is none of it really matters. Yeah. To, I, it's, it's, it shouldn't be about focusing on where people's attention is. It should be more on focusing on the people that are looking in your direction and getting to know them. And getting to know them and getting to understand them and see where they fit. They're looking in your direction for a reason. Yep. And, and you're looking in that direction too. So, you know, and, and that's where my focus is going to be. Right? I'm going to figure out why people are in my life. And if it's just to use me, then we're going to drift apart. And if it's to do stuff that's amazing and create and actually move forward and do shit, mm-hmm. I'm in. 
right? Like, I want to be, 2020 is going to start a year um, or like a cycle for me where I want to be basically creating as much as I can. Like all hours of the day when I'm up, just creating, creating, creating. And that means for work, that means for play and pleasure, that means with relationships with people, right? Like I don't do the going like, Hey, how was your day? And all of those things, that's fun. But you know, like it would run short if that's all we did. Right. That's the reason why we do these podcasts. Exactly. Right. We're building on shit and we're slowly, you know, like it'll lead in and help us to build other stuff. Yeah. Right. It'll lead towards because it's letting us get to know each other. Exactly. Right. Like if, if, if you think about it, it takes, they say it takes 10,000 hours of dedicated practice to master something, but we just toss away friendships after what, 20 hours mm-hmm. and think that they're no good yeah. because, because why? Because, because you couldn't get the fingers right on the chords and cause you couldn't make G sound like G. So you just fucking smashed the guitar and said, fuck this. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Or, or, you know, like you ditch your old instructor who was really the one that you needed and jump to a new instructor because that instructor was easier on you. Mm. Yeah. It's or just jumped instruments. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, or you just jumped instruments altogether, but you didn't tell your old instructor. Mm. You know how many people I've had um, move on to different belief structures? And think that they can't talk to me anymore because they think that I'm of a certain belief structure. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what my with? everyone, dude? Like, wow. Any, any, most people that I met on Twitter, most people that I meet in like real life. Like, I had one person, I've had people tell me that I'm boring. Wow. Sim- simply because they haven't gotten to know me. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I am fucking boring to people that live average regular lives that want to go shopping, that want to do, you know, that need vacations, that need all of those things. I'm fucking boring as shit, dude. But the moment that you tap into my head and you want to actually create something, yeah, it's something completely different. Yeah. And, and now I'm running laps around everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and people are just like, I'm done. I got to stop for tonight. And I'm just like, but we're just getting started. Like the night shift's about to go. Yeah. Don't you want to don't you want to work on the night shift projects too and people get tired, man. But I literally just want to find people that I can create with all the time. And it's not like, you know, like we're constantly creating together, meaning that um we create together when we create together, but when we're ap- apart, we're creating towards each other. Mm. Right? So like you're doing a clothing company and I'm doing an animated series, say, and we collaborate and your clothes become available for the characters to wear. Wow. Right. But neither of those happen without us putting in individual work. Exactly. To build together. Yep. Exactly. I can't make the clothes for you. Right. And you can't do the animation for me. 
Yeah, exactly. You got to do the you got to do the clothes to make it available for the show, and I need to do the show so that we can have the characters clothed in, or at least let them pick it out. Like, here's what I'm thinking: every single person that I get in contact with that does clothing, I want them to create a catalog that the people playing the characters can pick as if they're the character themselves. And um, there'll be dollar amounts attached to it. And the characters will all have, like, money that they can then buy their closets. Mm -hmm. Right? Or they'll be able to, like, pick out their closets of, like, the clothing that they wear. Mm -hmm. And then on the reverse end, um, the clothing that they wear will be available on a site that we both earn from. Mm. right like you'll have your site right but there'll be the like site for union or whatever that is right or the yeah. the wonder tree the, there'll be a site for like the wonder tree store and in that store will be all the clothing all the gadgets like basically like an amazon right anything that you see in the show that's available will be on that site and you'll be able to order it and what it does more than likely is it'll um, it'll just mask and it'll send the order to you guys. You guys fulfill it. We'll take like a middleman fee and you guys will get, you know, your shirt fee. That'd be great, dude. I think yeah, so, we've too. We've talked about that many times and I've told you that would yeah. be great. Be down right? 100%. Oh, yeah. Right. But it, it neither of it matters without putting in the work. Exactly. Without meeting halfway. That's right. Yep. What are we at here? One thirteen. Like Damn, man. Well, Damn. No, my my mine says one fifty three. Well, yeah. It. Sorry, I'm on. Um, it, it's minutes on my end. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Hundred hundred thirty minutes. Right. Got you. Um, I think we got about seven left until we uh reach we two get hours. That cut off. Yeah. So. Well, why don't we just why don't we surf another wave and uh, we'll check check the time when we get there and that might be just good enough to sign off. Gotcha. Yeah, sure. um, right. So um, now I'll just kind of go off just your intuition. Mm-hmm. Your intuition is literally like your protector, truly. Mm-hmm. That that that's why we don't understand like protection is way more than we think. Like, what if every day you're really protected? Because what if every day all protection is, is you just seeing the signs before something happened and being aware of the signs and implementing what the signs are trying to tell you. So now you're protected because you just literally stopped an event from happening, from just looking at signs, from just reading the signs, reading in between the lines. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it's mathematics. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It's, it's, it's recognizing, it's pattern recognition. Yes. Right? And it's, it's understanding that all patterns will, like, there's patterns that look the same, like, or that are similar. Mm-hmm. That, like, so, you're, what, what you're trying, what we do constantly is learn lessons. And um, when we get stuck on a lesson, we repeat it and repeat it and repeat it until we graduate from it yeah the moment that we graduate from it a new lesson comes in Mm -hmm. so 
You know, like you're always learning new lessons. You're never stopping learning new lessons. And that's one of the first things that if you learn like that, um, that if, if you choose to learn, right, and choose to recognize it, you'll learn that you're always going to be learning lessons. So expect them. Yep. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. And then once you accept them, you can start to look inside of those patterns and start to see that and you can start to break them. Now, here's something to keep in mind. As you start to break patterns and get really, really good at breaking patterns, what do you think is going to happen? You don't think that the game's going to get a little bit tougher for you? Oh, yeah. Right? So the system's going to catch up and change how patterns get broken. It's not that patterns don't exist anymore. It's just that they're different. So think of in terms of pi. Right? Pi, we think, is a, a number that repeats forever because mm. we can't find a pattern in it. Yeah. Thanks. Right? But maybe there are patterns within it that can map to other things. Mm -hmm. Right? We don't ever take into consideration just how... Um, you talk about intuition being our protector, right? Mm -hmm. Right? So... 100% because it's making it's it's helping us feel certain ways about certain things right mm -hmm. that we um, command ourselves to feel yeah. like that we want right so like if you're walking down a certain way and you're just like no this feels wrong yeah maybe it's time that you listen to your intuition yeah. right but maybe it's also time to figure out why it feels wrong exactly Go because maybe you're going down that an, an area, a street or whatever it is that you had a really, really bad time on 15 years ago. Yes, exactly. And you get to that street and you're just like, I can't go down this street. But what you don't know is that that's just old programming saying don't go down this street. Mm. And that motherfucker, that motherfucker that used to do shit to you or that caused that traumatic thing doesn't even live there anymore. Exactly. Wow. So you don't know. But you can go down that street and if you see their truck or you see their vehicle and you don't want to deal with it at that time, you can go somewhere else. But you have to understand that you have to deal with that, that that's a problem and that that's a pattern that may pop up in other places. So now you get downtown and there's other areas of that area that or, or of, of downtown that you now don't want to go to. And that fear is starting to slowly build up and you start to wall a bunch of shit off instead of seeing whether or not it's old programming or if it's intuition. Yeah. All right. And you, yes. you can only, you only know by doing. Exactly. Right. And so, you know, like one of the things that I'm going to need to get over in order to actually talk, like to, to be in a relationship with someone is to one, probably talk to them first, like approach them and two, be comfortable again, talking to people. Mm. right and that you know like there's i have fear behind that because people love me when i'm good dude like when i'm actually firing on all cylinders and i don't really give a fuck about too much people seem to really enjoy me it's when i start to worry and really think about shit too much that it fucks up uh, i think i think we got a minute left we do all right well let's sign off got you and unless unless you want to jump on again, um, I mean, it's it, it's really up to you. I mean, well, why I don't, don't we do this? Why don't we let this run out 
we'll jump on, conclude with that, because that's normally what we do anyways, right? So why break that, right? So let's let this end. Um, any last words on this one? Peace of positivity. <laughs> it's a key. Same, same. Peace same, of same. positivity. Okay. I'm going to end it on this. We're not going to go two hours. And then um, I'm going to call you back. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Peace. Damn. There we go, dude. Jeez. Sometimes, huh? I mean, I press it. I'm like, I know how to connect in. I just press this one button. <laughs> it just, it, like, <laughs> it wasn't taking me like to like the chat room. I don't know hmm. what happened, but that's wild. We ain't here now. We ain't here now. Oh, uh, hey, I have a question for you. I've been meaning to ask this since the fucking dawn that we fucking started this thing. Um, what? It, why did you pick John Wall as your name? Oh, um, it was one of my emails that I had, and I just always go with it a lot of times. But like, just John Wall. I don't really know why. Like, is 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 he your dude in the NBA? Is that why, or you just oh like no, do I like John Wall? I like John Wall a lot. He's one of my favorite players. Okay. Like it's usually usually there's like a reason, right? Yeah, it it, it's not a very distinct reason. It's pretty vague, but he's not my favorite player, but yeah, just I don't know. It it works. (laughs) No. Yeah. It works. I mean that could have been an epic story or could have just been a normal story. Yeah. You never knew. Like it could have been like, oh man. So this one time I was watching a, oh, it's not even the bullets, it's a wizard. Is he a wizard? Where is he now? He's a wizard, yeah. Right, it's like I was watching a wizard game and ball went out of bounds and went right to me and I got to hand it to John Wall and, you know, like, it was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Right, and then at the end of the game, he found me and he was like, here you go, kid. And that's the ball I got, right? But no, it's not an epic story at all. It's yeah. just, you know, it was an email that I had. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, okay, well, what did you want? Is there anything that you wanted to uh, touch on or bring up or anything you wanted to talk about? Um, I think we really kind of hit on most of the cylinders. I mean, we, we did go for, what, about two hours? Yeah. It takes, so... Yeah, we had on most of the cylinders. Um, Actually, you know what? I thought about this earlier. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's If I don't get it out, I'll forget about it. Um, sending people off. Right? Basically disconnecting and saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. I think is a topic that if we can wrap it up in this, then I think it'll be like a good series of... Because what we were really talking about is loss, right? Mm-hmm and grieving and dealing with people leaving our lives and being okay with moving forward. All of those things all culminate. And I think one of the big components to it is um, for us to be able to let go. It means that we don't really have anything negative about the past anymore. Exactly. Right. And so um, I've been learning to every single time that I have, um, a thought about one of the people from my past. I just wish them well and move on. Exactly. That I just say, go for it. No, go. That's why I feel like there's any tension that there's, 
there's energy that's stagnant with that person. There's because you're identifying with something in a sense low vibrational, you know, identify with high vibrational, like you said, with something positive or just something to really make it so you really do forgive them. Because yeah. if you think about it, the reason you haven't forgave them yet or the reason there's probably tension was because of something probably negative. So change that negative to the positive spectrum in a high vibration and look at it in a different perspective and you truly will forgive that person and you truly will get over that because you're not mm-hmm. putting in your brain that, oh, this was such a terrible, the worst experience with this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, wait a second. This was just a lesson. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's hard yeah. to... It's it's hard to let go yeah. of of those things, right? Yeah. So that's why it's 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 important for us to make them as light as possible. Exactly. Right. Even if it's and and the thing is is that you can't really necessarily fake it, which means mm-hmm. that um you really only let go of those people when you let go of them. Yeah. And it might take two years, it might take six months, or it might take a lifetime. Exactly. And that's on you. Exactly. Right? That's on the person. But it, um, there's just no point. Yeah. There isn't a point to hold on to that shit anymore. Yeah. Like, it's super hard to realize it, but when people are gone, they're gone. Mm hmm. And, if they come back, you can make a choice on, on how you feel about it. Right. But you know, like you have to come, we have to come to the conclusion that that's it. It's over. Yeah. And while, and, and it's, it's almost as if it like the dust clears and we're still left at when the shit happened mm-hmm. and everybody else is cleared out. Yeah. Is when we get clarity on the situation and we're like, oh, fuck. Here is where we go wrong. Yeah. We go in a direction that we think will lead us to the people that left. Yeah. When we can look at it from a different perspective and go, okay, I don't ever have to deal with these people again, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I can go in any direction that I fucking want to now. Any direction. Mm-hmm. nothing is holding me to anything except for what I am going to choose. Mm-hmm. And we make a decision for ourselves. We take it and we go. Yeah. I agree, man. That's some, right? po- that's, that's some positive words right there. Some powerful words. Very right? powerful. Some wisdom. Right. And we get, we get hung up in the thoughts that we have of the people in our past. And like I said, if it's negative, like if we feel negative about our past or if we feel negative about the future, right, we'll look to the past to feel positive. And if the past isn't positive at that moment, we'll feel like shit. Yeah. Right. And so the idea is, is to remember the positive times with those people and then let it go as quickly as possible. Yep. Because here's what we don't realize, dude. Is, like I said, that mountain 
that mountain is time. And if you can climb up that mountain and get to the top, you don't have to climb as much anymore. Yeah. Because the mountain will grow for you. Yeah. But you have past you have to let go of the people you have to let go of all of those things and you may find people along the way that will climb with you and help with you know get you up there faster and you get them up there faster but you're not going to do it with the people that are slowing you down we aren't at all right and it's not that it it's not that they're bad people it's that we made we held on for too long yeah and now that we're letting go and those people are slowly drifting from us and this is this is important too is um and this this will tie into um the the semen retention is just as much about grieving as it is about retaining uh semen mm-hmm. because you're grieving the loss of release yeah. You literally are. And once you get to a place of acceptance, of, once the body gets to the place of acceptance of saying, I'm not going to do this anymore, and it gets okay with it, it's okay. Yeah. It's like a really weird switch. It was the, I was thinking about it yesterday. It's the same thing with meat, right? Like I was going, you know, like I was grieving not eating meat, and I was seeing my friends eat meat, and I was just like, oh, that would, you know, like I remember eating that, I remember eating that. And one day... And and I equate it to this. Um, if you continuously, and this is where positive thinking comes in, into play, let's say that it's a road, and let's say the road just goes from left to right. There's no other access, right? Mm-hmm. And if you continue walking up the road, you get to positivity. The more you continue walking down the road, you go to negativity. Let's just say that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the more that you walk away from that event and walk towards positivity, um, the first couple of steps that you take and you look back are going to be the hardest. The next several that you take are going to be harder, but they're not going to be the hardest that you took. And it's going to get easier and easier and easier to exactly until you look back, until you look back and you're no longer even remotely close to that event. Mm. And you can make a choice to go, do I want to feel bad about something I can no longer see, feel, touch, taste, or even be around? Exactly. Or do I want to put my full fucking attention on moving forward? Exactly. And that's what I'm working towards. Is being able to put my full attention on moving forward and being brave and being strong and going after and finding, you know, like a companion that wants to be with me, that I'm not afraid to be myself around. Yeah. Right, that I can just be me, that I'm comfortable enough knowing that she actually wants to be in a relationship with me. Right, and I don't have any doubt or fear or anything like that. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm working towards for that. I'm, you know, like staying positive about business and moving forward and making sure that, you know, like the one, you want to know how to be a successful business person? Find people that want your product and get it to them. Yeah. And then in reverse, accept something in return for them. Yeah. Right. Whether it be money, extra material, like material plus more material. Yeah. Right. Right. Find something that a, a return for it and you'll be successful. Yeah. But you have to execute. You have to actually legitimately, if an order comes in, 
fulfill it. Yes. That's where businesses fail, is they don't fulfill the contract. Yeah. Right? I've, since the beginning, since the beginning, besides one person where it wasn't necessarily a contract or like a, an order, it was more of dropping, you know, like a free sample. Mm-hmm. Right? And I never connected with one person on one free sample. Everybody else has gotten their orders since 2016. Mm-hmm. Right? Every single, and that's why I'm doing okay. That's why I'm still, that's why I'm able to eat off of it. I hear you, man. That's consistency right there. Right? People know that if they put in an order with me, they're going to get their stuff. And pretty soon, they're going to know that depending on how things go, they might be able to get their stuff that day, um, within eight hours, within four hours, within two hours, within one hour, depending on how we have our delivery system, depending on where we have our shops. Exactly. Right? Right. Um, But... I had a lot of attachments with people from the past of what I wanted to create. Mm -hmm. And I had to let go of a lot of those attachments for me to be able to look into a future of still being able to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's okay. Right. Because now what it does, here's, here's the best part. Walking away and moving forward without all of those attachments means that new things can come your way. Yes. And some people see new as scary and some people see new as exciting. We have to see that that's a choice. Right? It's a choice to see stuff as exciting. It's a a choice to see stuff as scary. It's a choice to be in a state of joy. It's a choice to be happy. It's a choice to be anything. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Like, don't like how you're living? Find a way to move. By staying where you're staying, you're just injuring yourself. You're just causing more pain. Right? And now you're just going to start complaining. And complaining doesn't help anyone. Less accountability. Less action. Weird how that goes hand in hand. (laughs) Weird. Weird. (laughs) Right? And... And and that's the other thing, too, is when finding new people, mm-hmm. I feel like it's absolutely okay to hold them accountable. Oh, yeah. Right. And if or do one of two things, either hold them accountable and be like, yo, you're slipping or be like, yo, we're done. Mm-hmm. But we can't. And this is where I was coming from being nice. Um in this book called Models, they talk about this concept of polarizing women, which mm-hmm. means that um, they either align with you or they don't. And you want to find out who aligns with you and who doesn't. Right? And all the women that don't align with you, that's totally cool. They could be great people, but one, you don't have to do anything with them if you don't want to. Right? And two, you can just focus on the people that you align with because there's enough in there. Yeah. Right. And that's basically what I'm going to do in life is just, you know, like, but, but you have to do things. You have to like polarize it. You have to make them make a choice. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can't be polarizing in a way that isn't you. You still have to be authentically you. Right. 
but you have to be like the most you in those situations, right? Like to yeah. really, to really know where these people lean to make them make a choice so that you can make a choice. Um, right. Of, of not to, not trying to cut this short. My phone is actually about to die. Um, <laughs> I'm at well, 1%. we did a good one. We did a good one. So yeah. let's, uh, let's sign off and, uh, we'll connect again. Okay. Okay. Um, it is Lando. It is piece of positivity. And um, I will be back on this podcast here soon. So all the viewers be looking for my name again. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. Um, have a blessed day. You too, man. You have a good rest of your night. You too. And we'll surf again. For sure. I will connect in on Instagram. All right. Sounds good, man. Okay. Sounds good. Peace. Deuce.